0: Welcome to the M-City Podcast. I'm not Susan.
1: I'm not Chris.
0: I thought I was Amelia, but now I'm not sure. (laughs) We're all confused today. So, yeah, I don't know who I want to be today. But we're talking about season five. (laughs) That's what I do know. Um... Visitation, Laws of Gravity, Dream a Little Dream of Me, and Next Stop, Valhalla. And we'll start with Visitation. It was directed by uh, Alex Zikruski, written by Tom Fontana. Theme, Historical Figures and Prison. In the Season 5 premiere, Oz reopens in the wake of major renovations that had to be completed following a gas explosion. Reverend Cloutier, Luke Perry, who had been bricked up behind a wall, barely survived the blast. Meanwhile, Arif wants O'Reilly blamed for Keenan's death, but O'Reilly has other plans in mind. Doesn't he always? <laughs> I was going to say O'Reilly always has other absolutely. Plans in mind. Well, this, this was interesting, as it started with a uh, a flash forward. And uh, we saw a bus crash, and then during the episode we find out, okay, these are family members of the inmates are on that bus that crashed.
1: Whoa, major spoilers for the episode.
0: Well, you find out, like, in the next couple of scenes, right?
1: (laughs) No, you don't, actually. I didn't realize it until it actually happened. Like, when it merged up. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I saw them getting on the bus, and I was like, God, this bus is taking forever to get to the fucking prison. Like, how long is this bus ride? Yeah. (laughs) And then toward the end, I was like, Oh, this is the same bus.
2: (laughs) (laughs) My issue with it was when I saw the bus crash initially, it didn't look like there were people on the bus.
1: Correct. Mm -hmm. There there were people the bus. They didn't even put dummies on the bus.
2: <laughs> exactly! Exactly. <laughs> a fucking like that. empty <laughs>
1: bus rolling over.
2: <laughs> I was thinking, I'm like, okay, there's an empty bus rolling over? Okay, what does that have to do with
1: anything? But... Well, I whenever I see those flashbacks, I think it's a convict story. Like, we're going to find out about inmate number 17145.
3: Right. Yes.
1: (laughs) It asks, falls asleep behind wheel, ends up manslaughtering dudes. Mm
3: -hmm.
0: Yeah, that's what I was thinking, too, but no.
1: (laughs) They changed it up on us. They preyed upon our expectations. That's right. That's right. Damn (laughs) them. Their prayer.
0: And Cloutier is alive.
1: Yeah, that I did not expect. (laughs) I saw saw his name in the credits and I was confused by that. Yeah. Is that going to work? The answer is possibly in the dumbest way possible. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that later <laughs> okay
0: and uh, yeah I think I know what you're talking about there <laughs> <It's a> possibly <laughs> alright is that an if-so? anyway okay and uh, and Jazz Hoyt took responsibility for uh, for you know putting Cloutier behind the wall
1: weird because it doesn't seem like Hoyt's the type of guy who stands up for anyone else.
0: Right? It's like they must have paid him well, right?
1: (laughs) More like he was the fall guy. Like, they had to blame somebody. He was in charge of the work crew. Let's blame him. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like, what's interesting is, I don't know if it's this episode or the next episode. No, I think it's this episode. At one point, the warden expresses that exact Kind of, you know, non caring for the, the facts of a, a, a circumstance. Mm-hmm. If if you get my meaning, we'll we'll get to it, okay. Bring it
0: <laughs> okay. Um. Well, okay. With the, the scene with the with the bus, um, with people getting on the bus, we see that um, Annette, she's Morales's sister. She has a little crush on uh, Father B.D. Wong. And that was I
1: think she ever funny. Anybody with her. oh well,
0: okay, and and with it, the yes. pulse. All right.
1: <laughs> I think they were establishing her character. <laughs>
0: yeah. What good did that do? <laughs> it's like really.
1: <laughs> anyway, okay. Made for a and fun bus ride. Her advances weren't necessarily looked down upon by the good.
0: Father. Right. Right. He was enjoying <laughs> it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's all about the risqué looks and, you know, the filled out pants. God damn, pants are tight. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh my gosh.
1: She made that walk down the aisle and it was like, midgets fighting. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Am I wrong? <laughs> I... I... I didn't look that close. You didn't notice I... Mitch fighting. Come on. No. It was up 90% of the screen. No. I have to look at penises constantly. <laughs> Give me a break. Give me a heart shaped ass. Thank you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right. If it had been, you know, Father Beatty Wong in some tight jeans, I might have noticed a little more. Ever,
1: dude. There's more penis in this <laughs> episode than all of the previous episodes of the show ever.
0: Right? Did
1: you like that shot of white and Solitary or whatever? Off. I mean, how could you have not mention that? It's like Mr. Droopy is touching the ground. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a break. <laughs> This is the shit that they didn't do in the early seasons in order to gain viewership. And now that they're winding it up, they're like, fuck it. Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> now we can we do can it. We can do anything. <laughs> do. <laughs> yeah. Now that they're sucked in, here come the cock. <laughs> yep. Yeah. But
0: that's HBO. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's Yes, there's an unrelated...
1: Yeah, anybody Story can...
0: with uh, True Blood. Yeah. We'll, we'll anybody, get to that later.
1: Anybody gives the gratuitous breast physics going on in uh, <laughs> um, Game of Thrones episodes, Grief, oh, I'm going yeah. to point back to this show and say, listen, you got a problem with boobs. Go see the cock fest that was... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They, they did it plenty on the other side, honey. So you got yeah. nothing to bit about. <laughs> yeah.
2: I think much they in, hmm? I think they showed more in that than they ever showed in Queer as Folk. <laughs> like in all five seasons of Queer as Folk. Yeah,
3: I that one don't shot. remember.
2: <laughs> I don't remember seeing that much penis. <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: we're in it. We're in for it. <laughs> wonder if they've met their penis quota for the season or if this mm-hmm. is just the beginning
3: uh, I <laughs> like, can't They have I a can... spreadsheet We can only show this
1: much cock <laughs> <laughs> Then by the mid-season we can go with this much cock
0: mm-hmm. Oh wait, we missed one in that episode We have to show two in this one
1: <laughs> <laughs> We saw the well-endowed uh, um, minister the guy who shanked um, um, the Aryan.
0: Oh, okay, Saeed.
1: Saeed. <laughs> I never think it's Saeed because it, uh, Saeed's from Lost. It can't possibly be that. Oh yeah,
0: the diff- That's spelled differently though.
2: <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm glad you said that because every time I hear Hoyt, I
0: think, "What's <laughs> for blood?" And <laughs> <laughs> We've never seen that Hoyt naked. <laughs> And that's HBO.
1: <laughs> Wait, you think of Hoyt from where? True, from Blood. True Blood. Ah, there's a Hoyt uh, on True Blood. I'm not watching True Blood. I gave up after season three, I think.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I, I may go back to it at some yeah. point, but like it's silliness Just I couldn't take.
0: You know, it's it's fun because we're doing the podcast now. Otherwise, I I don't know if I'd be watching it. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> so, yes, Minister Saeed, not to be confused with uh, <laughs> Saeed from Lost. So. Oh, and uh, Omar White and Alvarez, they're back in M-City for a little while because they're, they have to clean out the air ducts in solitary, so all those prisoners are back in Genpop. Hey, no problem, <laughs> because as soon as Alvarez gets back to M-City, Gara starts to uh, try and kill him again.
1: I've been talking all this time on mute. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I was saying things, and you guys were completely ignoring me, and I was like, what's up?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what were you saying? <laughs>
1: I was saying their release into Gen Pop is for the lamest reason ever. <laughs> it's like, a, it's like, wait, these guys just recently, some of them, did things like attempted murder and whatnot, and you're releasing them into Gen Pop because of an air duct.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: It's more Oz idiocy going on right like we need to get to this point so it doesn't matter what machinations we put in play in order to make that happen Mm -hmm. (laughs) that kind of annoys after a while
0: (laughs) Chinese immigrants (laughs) drug trial
1: (laughs) (laughs) aging Reverse aging, stupid. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but hey, there there is some supernatural in this season, also. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, that was the part that I said could be yeah. the stupidest way ever. Although the only reason I give it, um, I, I'll give it the benefit of the doubt going in, and it's a limited benefit of the doubt because I'm bringing it up. <laughs> <laughs> is the fact that they've done it in the past, like all, anyone who is associated with spirituality in the show Mm -hmm. has a visitation. Right.
3: Right.
1: And they don't explain it. they don't explain them away. They don't say it's drug related. They just put it out there and leave it out
3: there. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So we'll see where this goes. Mm -hmm. But that last image of episode two is the stupidest shit I've ever seen. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Awesome. Okay. Fast forward. No. (laughs) Okay. No. Um, Okay. We'll finish this one and then we'll get to that. Um, Okay. Omar and Tim. Oh, you know, Omar wants to be best friends with Tim again. And, um, but we find out the reason that Omar was upset with uh, Tim McManus was because um, Tim didn't tell Omar uh, that he was going to be on the, the TV game show, he had to find out with everyone else when the show came on.
1: When did he become a little girl? Has he always been a little girl? Or? He's kind of been that way, <laughs> yeah. like most of last <laughs> season. He's just <laughs> an attention whore.
2: <laughs> really? When he's talking to McManus, he's all, you didn't tell me you were going to be on the show. Really? Because mm-hmm. they're
1: best buds. <laughs> That's as good a reason as any. <laughs> this guy is a sad sack. Yeah. <laughs> He's a loser, even in Tim's eye.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So. And yeah, I think it's the next episode where he comes up with a uh, solution. Kind of.
3: Um. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs>
0: kind of. Okay, and for now, we, we see uh, Schillinger and Robson. They're still recovering in the infirmary. And still plotting against Saeed. Um,
1: hey, can we go back a second and talk about Tim for a bit? Sure. One, he looks like he's lost weight or something. His neck is really <laughs> weird and uh-huh.
3: Yeah, he
0: did look <laughs> different, yeah.
1: And two, he seems to have recovered his acting chops because, like, he Mm. wasn't annoying me like he was in the last season, where he was the little girl. (laughs) 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 Did
3: did
1: you guys have that same impression as, like, they seem to have upped the aim a little bit? Or maybe it was due to the fact that they knew where they were going?
0: maybe because yeah he had more time to write this season than he did this well at least the second half of,
1: of season 4 but actually my complaints about him in season 4 were on during the first half of season okay. four, where like isn't that the half where he lost his job yes and like yeah that uh, terrible terrible acting mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. was going on <laughs> Uh, Standout worst performance.
3: Yeah. Oh gosh.
0: Well yeah, I'll have to look and see what else he was working on in because they had a year between these. Mm-hmm.
1: But like the weight he lost, Glenn seemed to have gained. <laughs> Bet Glenn doesn't go and do any boxing in this season. Oh, no, <laughs> He's got he's in full Kirk late season trek mode. Awesome. <laughs> Where you bring out the wraparound uniform, the one that you have to pin on the side. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> Too many burritos. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> Those are a couple of observations I wanted to get in there. Okay. This is how I rejoin the show. It's like, ah, oh, where you guys been? Whoa, you've been hitting the gym. Whoa, you haven't. Whoa, that's too much cock. <laughs> <laughs> that needs
2: to be the name of this episode.
0: <laughs> right.
2: <laughs> Whoa, that's too much cock.
0: <laughs> and my new ring toad for Chris. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Just expressing. I my want feeling. that
2: as a ringtone. <laughs>
3: <laughs> All right, I will send it to you. <laughs> okay.
1: I want money. <laughs> if you're use it as a ringtone, I want to be paid every time it calls. <laughs> <laughs> you get a penny. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take what I can get at this point. <laughs> you're getting me at the beginning of my career. Yeah. Okay.
0: I'm cheap. <laughs> okay. Um, where were we here? Okay. Um. Okay. Schillinger and Robson and Saeed, uh, when they return from from the infirmary and from the hole, they all get a warm welcome from their groups, and then the Aryans provoke another fight because <laughs> you know it's never over.
1: Nope. That's what Aryans do. <laughs> Ooh,
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, they do. <laughs> well, I, I I love the fact that um, the one guy, um, the bald uh, Aryan second in, second lieutenant to Vern
0: Robson is that the one Robson? Yeah. Okay.
1: Like he is just constantly trying to keep Vern in line (laughs) like no 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 we don't want the pussification of Vern keep him on target (laughs) Mm -hmm. it's it's just a weird dynamic between those two yeah because I constantly expect that guy to get killed Mm Mhm. and sometimes I think it's going to be Vern that does (laughs) (laughs)
0: just because he's so damn annoying yeah he just
1: does things to try and, uh, you know, set Vernon in, in motion. hmm But um, have we had the, the the visit from the FBI guy yet?
0: No, not yet. Okay. No, um, no the next was something that showed us how old this, this show really is with uh, Beecher's comment about uh, his new, com- new computer that has 128 megabytes of RAM. So,
1: <laughs> you know. Um, now, see, I thought he was being sarcastic. Like, I thought he was saying, "Like, this is a shit computer <laughs> with <What> a <laughs> shit about a RAM." <laughs> you're you're saying no? That was actually state of the art, <laughs> he got it.
0: <laughs> well, it was it was pretty close to state of the art back then. Well, this was what? No.
1: What about no. ten years
0: ago? This no. was two thousand two.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah, standard RAM amounts was way greater than that. Oh, I mean, video cards had a half a gig of RAM at that point. <laughs> yeah, hundred and twenty. I think he was being sarcastic. Look, listen right. to that line reading again. All right, <laughs> should have like. He actually insert... knows
2: enough about that stuff though, to make a sarcastic comment. What? Maybe. Do, do you think he actually knows enough about that stuff to make a sarcastic comment?
1: He was a lawyer. Sure, he yeah. Would have worked with computers. Okay, yeah. So I mean, there's there's nothing. I mean, the amount of RAM in the machine is pretty. That's that's like a benchmark that people buy machines by. Mm -hmm. It's it's a silly one, but. (laughs) 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 Because RAM, at least at some points in careers, are cheap until uh, the one factory that produces some component of it (laughs) it, mysteriously burns down and causes a spike in the market. I love how that happens. Mm -hmm. I, I swear it's like, you know, little balls go around burning down each other's factories in order to raise the price on something when things are getting too cheap.
0: Wow.
1: But sorry, that was a tangent. Okay. <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay, and, and also, also in that scene, uh, Sister Pete had a thought about Beecher while she was in the shower.
1: Naked. Naked. That's what Beecher brought up.
0: And, and so she sets up a three-way um, with <laughs> Beecher, Beecher Saeed, and Schillinger. A uh, three-way interaction session.
2: <laughs> that might have been important to that comment. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Yeah. Because we all know all of her interactions go so fucking well.
0: Yeah, and and this one will go even better since there there are three people involved. So. Three
1: people who hate each other.
0: Well, two hate one of the other. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, there's a circle of hate here. Two of them have had each other's siblings killed.
0: They've also had sex. <laughs> <At> one point.
1: <laughs> they also had sex.
0: Jeez, <laughs> uh, non consensual. <laughs> So um yeah
1: <laughs> And the third tried to stab the other, so there's like a circle jerk of hate. <laughs>
0: yeah, but Beecher and Saeed don't hate each other, but both of them no, hate Schillinger but... and Schillinger hates both of them.
1: Right, right. Schillinger's hate Schillinger's hate is um more than makes up for the lack of a <laughs> Yes. <laughs> His hate is universal. <laughs>
0: Yes, yes, it
3: is. Whoa, that's big. Yeah. (laughs)
0: Uh, Yeah, I don't know what to say to that. So, (laughs) Meanwhile, back on the bus, (laughs) um, Arif's wife and Hill's mother are are talking and they start with drug and prison statistics and then they talk about their personal stories and uh, we find out Hill's wife, Wants a divorce, uh, so she can marry someone else.
1: Hey, was Hill's mother
0: uh, Mary Alice? Was the uh, actress?
1: Oh, so it is. It's the woman from the who took over the role of uh, of the Oracle in The Matrix.
0: Oh, okay, cool. <laughs>
1: <laughs> she was the Oracle Mark Two in The Matrix Three.
0: Okay, nerd. <laughs> what? Well, come on, geek girl soup. Yeah, come on. You gotta
1: expect that. Nice, nice sling. Yeah, come on. <laughs> a big surprise. I'm a nerd. Even <gasps> more stuff to cut out. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah. All right. <laughs> Next, uh, Ryan doesn't want his brother talking to Henry Stanton. Henry's a bad influence, I guess. So.
1: He was the guy in, uh, incarcerated next to... Um,
0: next to Cyril in protective custody.
1: Where he looked totally different. Did he look- Didn't this guy look like... I don't know, he, he seemed to be like a, a tiny little dynamo in this season. <laughs> and he seemed a lot meeker in the previous season. Hmm. I, I was having trouble figuring out who he was... Because, like, I thought he looked different. Okay. But, yeah. What is it? uh, Ryan doesn't want Cyril to have any friends, right? He doesn't want him to talk to anybody.
0: Right, because I guess he's afraid of what Cyril might say.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. He might innocently just give something away that's...
0: (laughs) Yeah, I think so. Then... Glenn talks to Gloria again about the shamrock that was taken from Keenan's body um, she claims she didn't think it was important um, at the time when he asked about Keenan's murder before because she was still traumatized from the rape
3: mm-hmm.
0: and uh, Ryan he, uh, Glenn talks to Ryan again he denies that he did it of course But then he plants the evidence on Henry Stanton, makes it look like he did it. So that's a a way to get uh, Henry Stanton out of uh, Cyril's life.
1: Well, he actually planted two pieces of evidence on Harry Stanton, and I have an issue with the second piece that he plants. The first was a news clipping. Yes. That would implicate that he was obsessed with her. Mm Mm-hmm. And the second being the shamrock. Which should have clued Glenn into the fact that he's being lied to by his staff. Because she told Glenn she threw it away. Yes, she did. So how could did. it appear in Henton's locker? Yeah. Hmm. Oops. Writers wrote themselves into a circle and didn't pull out.
0: Yeah. Okay, the, the other inmate who uh, Ryan got to help him... Uh, Martin Montgomery is played by Peter Chris, the former drummer of Kiss.
1: Nice. Yeah. <laughs> I had no idea. And is he new to this season? He is. Yeah, he he's acting like he's known Ryan all along, and I'm like, who the fuck is this guy?
0: Yeah, because his his prisoner number was like a, a ninety seven or a ninety nine, so he's been in Oz for a while. So.
1: This is part of Ryan's un. Previously unannounced Irish gang. There you go. (laughs) That seems to consist of one member per season. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm surprised they didn't have more fallout over the whole, like, Ryan was involved in the making of a bomb that was supposed to blow up. um, Yeah. um, Emerald City. Like they kind of over, I guess the 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 real fu- explosion that took place, just like eliminated the the interest in pursuing that matter.
0: Yeah, and uh, I guess because Ryan helped to evacuate the the area or something, so I don't know. So maybe they sort just
1: extenuating circumstances. But usually, when you do a crime. Even if you, the last minute you decide mm, this is a bad idea and try and balk on it, they still hold you accountable for said crime.
0: True. In the real world, yes.
1: But not in Oz. <laughs> but not in Oz. <laughs> <laughs> I, I find it interesting also, this season, how concerned some people are about being found out for things like, you know, Ryan doesn't want to be found out for having murdered the inmate, Mm -hmm. even though they seem to have repealed the death penalty. And I guess that's over a fear of becoming, um, put in, uh, solitary for life.
0: Right. So, because he can't protect Cyril. Oh, if they're, if they're separated, then, you know,
1: he can't protect Cyril. Can't
0: protect him. Yeah.
1: But he's and Hmm. Yeah, okay. All right. I guess that's the deal. <laughs> because it, it's weird to me. Sometimes they were concerned about the shit. Sometimes they, they they flaunt it and they could care less. Mm,
3: mm-hmm.
1: Now it's like, well, the, if, if I'm seen to have killed this guy, I'll get respect and people won't fuck with me. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> Nobody seems to be, you know, concerned about the amount of time that gets added to their sentence for all the shit that they do. <laughs>
0: They're never getting out. (laughs) (laughs) It's like Hotel California. (laughs) Spoiler. The only
1: only possibility is, uh, you know, I guess the the lawyer, uh, Beecher.
0: Oh, yeah. Beecher's lawyer, Catherine.
1: Beecher is the only one concerned about his future. And the possibility of getting out is what I'm getting at. Okay, yeah. Everyone else is just playing fast and loose with the whole notion of uh, playing by the rules and letting people know who who did what.
0: Yeah, I think they're more concerned about living day-to-day than getting out and, you know, the long-term goal.
1: <laughs> Which is certainly the case with Kirka Aceveda's character. Well, he's the guy who's um, come out of solitary with the, apparently the least to lose because he's given in <laughs> the fact that he's going to die. Yeah. And that makes him crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and all up in people's business. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of like this, Kirk. I mean, it's much better than the, the crybaby version and the it's weird these arcs that everybody seems to go through in the show they all have their weepy poe is me i'm a victim and then they have this um some they go through some sort of cathartic either spiritual or in in Kirk's case a shit awakening <laughs> where he just smears his bodily fluids all over the walls and that gives him insight to what the world really is and where his place in it so now he comes out as a like you know daredevil it's like come at me bro <laughs> i'm right <laughs> here <laughs> um and he has a little conversation with uh our god the god man one of our old uh, inmates ribadow what is it is it ribadow uh-huh ribadow Reba now, who I'm once again liking, I'm, I, they, they flirted with Disaster when they were playing around with his arc and making him kind of a crazed person who likes to kill. Yeah. But uh, he's back to being Obi-Wan Kenobi slash Yoda of the Ozmates, <laughs> and tells Kirk, uh, and what's Kirk Cam- Kirk, Kirk <laughs> <Asavedra's> <laughs> character's character.
0: Alvarez, name. Miguel Alvarez.
1: Miguel. Miguel goes to him and says, what's your secret, old man? Hi, you've been here forever. How the heck have you done it? And he says, I've done it by being me. <laughs> and the secret is that in my time, we took the hit.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> we were... Uh... Yeah,
0: I think that's that's the next one.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's right. God damn it, I'm splitting episodes. <laughs> It's because I just skimmed through it looking for.
0: Yeah, the, the, <laughs> but the last, yeah, the last thing we need to talk about in the first one is the bus crash.
1: Okay. Yeah. All righty, I'll let you. I'll bring it back to our host. <laughs> okay.
0: Okay. The uh, then we we see the bus crash and we well some <laughs> some just realized that it's the same bus with the. Uh, family members on the on the bus and uh, with people well, in a apparently on the bus. even though you couldn't see people <laughs> yes the just bus imagine yes the imagine the invisible
1: people in the bus that tips over <laughs> yeah
0: <yes>. and
1: uh, <laughs> <I'm>, you Amelia <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then we have like a a, a silent or a muted scene here with Glenn informing the people uh, inf- informing the inmates of their relatives who died.
1: Yeah, we skipped something. We didn't cover Hill.
0: Oh, okay.
1: We didn't cover Hill's interaction with... Uh, oh, with Redding. Yeah. Yeah. We were was getting damn close to... Oh, no. Is Redding going to be Hill's real father? Right. <laughs> <laughs> is that where we're going with all this? You love my mother. <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean love my mother. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, no, I am your father. <laughs> <laughs> <The> father, Luke. <laughs> but apparently, uh, you know, they have patched up completely that rift that was between them. Hill is no longer doing drugs or running drugs, but he and Redding are back on speaking terms yeah. 100%. Yeah. And um, Hill's mother was coming to the... Um, facility to soften the blow of bad news that he'll gets anyway through the mail that his wife is actually leaving him Mm -hmm. and uh that was his final like that he thought was the final straw the final connection to the outside world and basically let him know that he's never getting out that Mm -hmm. he's kind of He's, he is lost at this point. <laughs> yeah.
0: When he gets out, there's nothing. There's nothing.
1: Right. Well, if he gets out. And he's never getting out. He's shot a cop.
0: Yeah, he was in there for life anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well.
1: <laughs> lost, he's lost a wife that had stopped coming because uh, he could tell that there was a distance in when she did visit. And then mm. she stopped visiting. And now she's getting on for life. Mm-hmm. But um, in his conversation with Redding, he remembered that, wait, there's there's still his mother who is coming and like, you know, there's still family, like the connection with Redding. <laughs> right. So they're both looking forward to seeing her and her um, beautiful set of eyes, which he has a weird facial tick. <laughs> Redding? This, yeah. Yeah. This actor reminds me of Warren Oates. He looks like a black Warren Oates. And Warren Oates used to do the same thing with his face. Where like the entire left side would just twitch and his <laughs> eyes like all bunched up, they're <laughs> squinting, but he's not outside. There's no sun. He's just doing this weird thing with his face. <laughs> all right. Do you notice this?
0: I yeah, I've noticed his his little weird face, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: Interestingly enough, Luke Perry used to do the squinty face acting oh, yeah. on
0: 90210. Yes. Yes, he did.
1: Maybe he's a fan of war notes, too.
0: Maybe. But in his current condition on the show, he can't really do it, can he?
1: <laughs> he can, in spectral form, but we're getting to that. <laughs> okay. Okay, the,
0: okay the, the miraculous bus crash. Oh, wait, um, wait,
1: wait, one more thing. Yes. Um. Did the attempt on Hoyt happen, or is that next episode? Uh, I guess. No, it's it's next next episode.
0: Okay. (laughs) Okay. Go ahead. Uh, The miraculous bus crash. Um, Schillinger's granddaughter survived. Um, Father Mukata survived, even though he was standing in the middle of the. Shockingly. It's like what <laughs> when the, the bus guy
2: climbs out of the bus. How the hell does that happen? Yeah. Tuck and rolled. He's a fucking gymnast. <laughs> he must be a fucking he's ninja.
0: Because. Uh, oh my God. Standing. <laughs> he's, he's, a,
1: he's a ninja priest. He's flexible. The he knows how to fucking go with well, everybody in the bus is kind of standing up because you don't have seatbelts in a bus. So when it tips over, you just go. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: And the baby? How did the baby
2: survive? And the baby.
1: There the are baby. bodies for the baby to land on. Perfectly okay.
2: explainable. And not get crushed?
1: No, because he landed on top of the bodies. And, I'm sure the person bounce, who folded the baby was more concerned with the baby's life yeah. than their own. Yeah. So that's how you can explain away the baby surviving.
0: Okay. Because, yeah, the the baby's mother died. Arif's wife died. Hill's mom died. Morales' sister died.
1: Pretty. He was p- standing up. How did he <laughs> survive? I know. I, that means when it was going over, he could reach his hands up, and then he'd just be upside down.
0: Yeah. Oh, there, and there you go. He did cartwheels. Yes. <laughs> And grab yeah. the baby oh, along and the way. And grab the baby, yes. yes. God, uh, damn it. <laughs> so that happened.
1: <laughs> so that happened.
0: And next we have Laws of Gravity. Laws of Gravity, written by Tom Fontana
2: and Shine, Wa- Shine, Really? <laughs> Can we do a take two? Sure.
1: (laughs) Nope, it goes in as is. Continue. How
2: about Sean? Wow. Okay. Sorry. (laughs) Laws of Gravity, written by Tom Fontana and Sean Whitesell, directed by Rob Morrow, theme, The Three Laws. And does anyone know if this is the Rob
0: Morrow? Yes. Okay. From Norman Exposure and Entourage. Yes.
2: And numbers for a great many years. Okay. Which I know is weird because I usually have people from entourage, but <laughs> <laughs> numbers. Um thinks White may form may reform if he spends quality time with Saeed. Alvarez offers Gara a unique solution to their dispute. O'Reilly's mother, Susan Suzanne Fitzgerald, really I can read, <laughs> begins a community service term teaching music at Oz, and the FBI stirs up trouble over Hank Schillinger's death.
0: Dun dun dun.
1: There it is. <laughs> Everything Chris wanted to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, I like the second episode more than the first. Yeah.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Until we got to the no, I think the second level episode just left a bigger impression on me. Yeah. <laughs> Both positive and negative.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I think it's it started with the the Guerra and Alvarez that um, interaction there. You know, not the Sister Pete interaction, but you know, their conversation. I guess I should say.
1: Hmm. And um, this is the shower interaction.
0: Is that where they were fighting again?
1: Well, in the, no. In the this beginning? started with them uh, uh, confronting him in the shower, right?
0: Yes. Yes. Yes.
1: Which had like the mm-hmm. weirdest like. I'm going to show my penis, but I'm not going to show my penis. I'm behind this wall, but I'm almost not behind this wall. I'm putting (laughs) on my towel, and then I get yanked off by a cop. Yeah. (laughs) like, just to show my cock. (laughs) (laughs) It was like, they were teasing it. It was like, are we going to see his cock? Yep. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) It was a weird, like, long play to the cock scene that I've seen in the show. (laughs) It was almost like a tease a cock tease a cock tease yes there it is (laughs) once again we've lost Susan
0: (laughs) what can I say it's been a while (laughs) okay Okay. and uh yeah okay and then we have a scene in the laundry room and it was it's still green in there And they're still doing shots from inside the dryer and whatever. Hmm. But this was when he was talking to Reba now. And it was shot from inside the dryer.
1: Oh, I didn't even notice. Yeah. Ah.
0: I didn't either. Okay.
1: But yes, this is where uh, Obi-Wan gives his young Padawan (laughs) a taste (laughs) of what it was like to be a man in his day and age, like basically giving him the, you kids these days, you know how to live <laughs> back in my day, <laughs> you know, and just the, the common sense idea of like, uh, I, I like the interaction because at first, um, what's Kirk's name again? Uh, Miguel, Alvarez. Uh, Miguel Alvarez, Miguel Alvarez. Yeah. At first Miguel was not buying it, and he basically shot back with, "Are you telling me you were all heroes?" <laughs> <laughs> and the guy says to him, "No, I was scared shitless." <laughs> those were some of the times that I was worse, you know, but when and he gave basically the Normandy Beach story, it's like when the mm-hmm. when the boat ended and those metal doors dropped just stormed the beach because mm-hmm. that's what you did) <laughs> That's what was expected of you. That's what you did. That's what had to get done. <laughs> and it you to have landed squarely in his brain and been processed. His wacky mixed up brain at that point in time was able to congeal a conscious thought of this might be my path towards survival.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Which... I, I go bravo <laughs> to a character that they just haven't known what to do with for a very long time. <laughs> you know?
3: Yeah.
1: On the run, in, in solitary, smearing shit all over the place. Mm-hmm. This guy has just been lost.
0: And he, he's back now from whatever else he was filming. So,
1: <laughs> so he can give the time and effort to
0: Right, because I think during some of the second half of uh, season four, he was filming Band of Brothers.
1: Ah, so. how weird that is then. Yeah. <laughs> they were talking about the very things that he was that's right doing in the That's
3: ship. right, that's mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm.
0: Nice. So he knows about that. <laughs> so so then he goes to talk to Garak. And Gara's playing an old computer game.
1: Playing Tomb Raider, which came out in 1996, it turns out.
0: Wow. <laughs> very old, man.
1: And because he's playing the first Tomb Raider. Those are blocky, blocky pixels. Her breasts are made of about four. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <gosh. laughs> They're very pointy. That would be very... Well, un- oh, I'm going into her <laughs> wrong. I'm going in the wrong direction. Let's let's go back.
0: <laughs> and you complain about
1: us? <laughs> I'm starved for attention on this show. You guys have a bounty.
3: <laughs> I've
1: got to take the four pixels they give me on a Tomb Raider. <laughs> <laughs> you right. had
2: what's her name on death row?
1: What's her Long name? All <laughs> gone. <laughs>
2: Oh, you got you've got crazy. Yeah. Um, Claire, Claire. Uh, was, was, yeah.
1: Her. Right, the one who had like an issue with the brothers. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> no, that was um, Shirley. Shirley, yeah.
1: Shirley and Claire. Excellent. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mhm. Winners. <laughs> Dr. What's your name? She's, she's, yeah. She's yeah, usually in um, in scrubs and a lab coat. So mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah.
1: And Sister Pete. And
0: Sister <laughs> Pete. Who doesn't love Sister Pete?
1: <laughs> you gotta love Sister Pete. <laughs> you gotta hope Sister Pete thinking of you taking a shower. There you go. <laughs>
0: So, Guerra and Alvarez make a deal. So, Guerra uh, agrees to stab Alvarez and not kill him. And uh, it, it'll be in public, so everyone will know that he's uh, getting revenge. And then, if, if anything does happen, then, and Alvarez dies, then there will be witnesses. Whether or not they'll talk, Yeah.
1: <laughs> but that was weird because, like, is Death Row repealed or not?
0: It comes back um, soon.
1: <laughs> so at this point, it's repealed. Yes. So what the hell is he talking about when he said, I want there to be witnesses so you'll get Death Row if you kill me?
0: Because, you know, they're not really up on the law. I don't know. Up
1: on the law? (laughs) They would know this law. Is there a death row penalty or not? If I kill somebody, am I going to get fried? Or do I just get life in solitary? Because that was a condition of his... You know, that was what Alvarez... So maybe Alvarez's plan is not so good. (laughs) because he hasn't worked out all the details little Mm -hmm. things like death row not being an option
0: yeah yeah we we do see the governor again in this episode um, but I'm not sure if this is the episode where he reinstates the death
1: row no this is the episode where he introduces a new liaison between the the, um, the staff of the prison and the governor's ball Mm -hmm. who happens to be, which leads to yet another conversation about (laughs) nailing skirts that cross this line and a promise out of Tim that he won't do it because he's already done it. Exactly. (laughs) That was awesome. Because it's his ex-wife.
3: Yes. (laughs) Yes.
0: So, so does that mean that, um, what's his name? Murphy can, uh, can date her
1: <laughs> sure <laughs> actually the only one Tim hasn't gone after was sister Pete yeah and Shirley yeah. <laughs> yes and Shirley
0: <laughs> we we get back to uh, the next scene here with Riverdale Riverdale's grandson is still sick and then we we hear the Oz PSA for minority bar- bone marrow donors, and then he does some more uh, research on uh, bone marrow and the uh, procedures that could help his grandson. And he Helps wants to ra- healing. Mm-hmm. He wants to raise some money.
1: Yeah, I don't know where that's going.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, if it well, it worked last time.
1: Yeah, but he's talking but this thousands, is the, yeah. not like a trip to Disneyland. Last yeah. time it was a trip to Disneyland, right?
0: Yes. <laughs> okay. And it was just like. This time
1: it's two curing leukemia or, or something.
0: Yeah. Dave Brass is back. He's at the reception desk. And of course, there's Tim again. Tim comes clean about the injury. And so there's the end of that friendship. <laughs> so.
1: Oh, I don't think it was a friendship.
0: The working relationship, whatever. So, you know, work friends. So. Right. Mm -hmm.
1: But we have another case of Tim working against the very system that he works for. Yeah. He, man, talk about biting the hand that feeds. The first (laughs) sign that he can go rebel. He is rebel rebel.
3: Mm -hmm.
1: He is mm-hmm. Rebel One. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think you should sue the system. <laughs>
0: yes. And then in, in a deleted scene, we find out that Brass can't sue the state unless the state consents to be sued. And that's not going to happen. So. Mm-hmm. So he's pretty much stuck.
1: But yet, I. I a... Mean, a uh, he does get something out of it gets like assigned to the the mess hall doesn't he?
0: yeah he gets assigned to the cafeteria so I guess they they work something out it's not well so he's still he's working with the prisoners again but supposedly not as uh, I I don't know (laughs)
1: okay there's a problem here and i'm going to voice it yet again (laughs) writers what the fuck (laughs) it's if we're to believe tim's motivation here he feels bad for the slicing of this guy's achilles tendon so he's trying to get him he's trying to get his his way But, like, the guy expresses the fact that what he really wants to do is find out who did this and take revenge. That could only be the next thing, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. So, what the fuck is Tim doing (laughs) helping this guy? Being as far away from the prisoners is the best thing for him, and it's the best thing for the prisoners. Yes. (laughs) So, like, what the fuck is Tim doing?
0: (laughs) (laughs) He's trying to, well, he feels guilty because it was his fault, so.
1: Understood, but like, how is letting this guy get close to the prisoners? So, we saw how this worked before. This happened, (laughs) you know, with uh, the guy who wanted to know which prisoner killed his father, and how did that turn out?
0: Hmm, yeah. (laughs)
1: This is the exact same fucking storyline. We've done this already. The prisoners are not going to talk. The hack search for revenge among prisoners is a bad thread, <laughs> and yeah. if, if anything, McManus shouldn't be supporting this bullshit.
3: <laughs>
1: guilty or not guilty, right? So we continue. Last, I am done. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, until we get to the next scene that you have a of
1: course of. done with you until you do something else that's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, oh, Peter Shabetta is back. Ah, yes. He looked much different. Yeah. He looked like he got younger. <laughs> I don't see how that's possible.
0: Maybe it's the the longer hair. Yeah. I mean, that's it.
1: He looked mar, far more like a kid entering a men's call um, a men a men's prison <laughs> than he was before. Yeah. Yeah. And we get that loving flashback of. Uh, his rape at the hands of out mm-hmm. <laughs> BC it's like yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> remember the good old days oh, gosh <laughs> when out BC would whip it out at any moment <laughs> <laughs> and slam it into some guy's ass <laughs> oh, whether it was in script or not yeah
3: <laughs> <laughs> Jeez.
0: And with Peter Shabetta also, the FBI is back. Um, they visit Penkamo. They tell him they know that Keller was lying about uh, setting up the hit on Hank Schillinger. And then the Aryans and the Italians fight in the gym.
1: Ah, uh, but not before there's a scene between Beecher and the Italians. Where Beecher is let in on what's going down, and Beecher says, Oh my fucking god, I'm doomed. Yeah. <laughs> and then he has the balls to go up to the fucking Italians and say, You guys did a shit job of hiding that puck.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's like, What, Beecher, are, do you have no survival skills whatsoever? <laughs> But, like, the Italians kind of back down. They're like, hey, I'm going to take the hit for this. Don't sweat it. You're not going to get implicated. (laughs) But it's weird how this has gotten because, like, I now feel like, you know, Beecher's as dirty as Vern. Yeah. Even though Beecher tried to stop the hit that he put on Vern's kid. Once again, you know, feeling sorry at the last minute doesn't do shit. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You still are implicated and uh, part of this crime. And all this seems to tell me is, like, Beecher's done. He's never getting out of this prison. (laughs) (laughs) They aren't going to forget this shit.
0: (laughs) No, they're not. Mm -mm.
1: And Vern's, like, the same way. Like, when we cut to Vern, he's like, just when you get over some shit, some shit comes back. Yeah. Hey, is the FBI guy the guy from Thinner? The movie Thinner?
0: Uh, I'll have to check that.
1: And also Robocop 3? (laughs) Wow. Where he took over for Peter Weller? I think he's that actor.
0: Okay. Oh, and and the good news. Keller's coming back. (laughs) The good news. (laughs) (laughs) Well... It's good for me. <laughs> Works for me.
1: So do you think that's him and Beecher kissing between bars in the opening credit sequence? We haven't mentioned this season's opening credits.
0: Ah. Okay, I'll have to look at it more closely again.
1: <laughs> well, it seemed to right from the opening credits you can tell there's going to be more penis in the show. <laughs> well,
0: yeah. <laughs> Like you said, they've got a quota. <laughs> um, Tim talks to Said and asks him to help Omar White. And so um, he's hes basically, Saeed is now Omar's big brother. <laughs> Trying to keep him out of trouble, keep him occupied with positive things and keep him off drugs and all
1: of that. Yep, he's killing two birds with one stone. Yes, <laughs> But before that happens, didn't wasn't there a, f- uh, a difficulty where um, Sh- Saeed was beating up his own Muslims? Like the dinner sequence? Where the guy's sneaking bread. Yeah, yeah. He's like walking over them like a hawk. <laughs> mm-hmm. And anyone who breaks with tradition gets like insta-ban. Yeah. It's like, uh... <laughs> Yeah. Hey, isn't this the episode where the guy is trying to get Glenn to take out Ryan?
3: Um.
1: Or was that last episode? Now I'm going back in time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't remember that.
1: So which oh, which the, guy the, was it? The Muslim, the Muslim guy who's got it in for oh. Ryan. No, that
0: was that was last episode where he yeah. And so that's, yeah, that's, that's why Glenn guy, was...
1: That's the same guy who was telling him that he's being too harsh with the guy who was sneaking bread. Yeah. He says, take away his food, punish him, but don't kick him out of the order.
3: Hmm.
1: And when the guy tries to sit back down, that just sets him off.
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> that's right, his atabese coming out again.
1: Yeah, in their atabese. Yeah, a very interesting... Um office meet with tim where i guess he gets the idea to pair him up with uh omar
0: Mm -hmm. this would work out for everybody
1: (laughs) (laughs) you've got someone to save therefore you might not murder anyone (laughs) and i might be able to get some work done (laughs) i got this baby out of my hair yeah
0: uh, then we we see Father Mukata again, and he's smoking in the office, which, you know, that hasn't been allowed since season one. So, <laughs> but then he, uh, he visits Cloutier. Uh, we see the extent of his injuries and why he's back at Oz looking like that. Uh, I don't know. I think he should probably still be at the hospital, but it has a purpose.
1: Amazing.
0: Yeah, and Timmy Kirk likes being in charge of, uh, of Cloutier's old group um, and decides that, you know, someone has to finish the job. And so he picks uh, Jim Burns to do it. Uh, but Cloutier's spirit visits Jim Burns, tells him he should kill, kill Jazz Hoyt and Timmy Kirk. And that doesn't work out, of course. <laughs> and <laughs> Jazz Hoyt kills uh, kills Jim Burns and then Chris's favorite scene in which <laughs> Cloutier visits Cloutier's spirit visits Hoyt at the, at the end of the, the episode there
1: and Hoyt just starts screaming yeah <laughs> <laughs> ah, ah, as he sees uh, the oh. <laughs> what does he see describe what he sees he sees
0: Cloutier in his, you know, in his jeans and a nice shirt and uh, a light behind him. And
1: you know. there's stars and clouds and like, yeah. a, like a Sistine Chapel painting on the ceiling. Yes. It's pretty, re- I can't come up with a PC thing to say. That's okay. <laughs> it's pretty bad. <laughs> Oh, gosh. Pretty bad indeed. But as I said, they've done it before, so I'll give it the benefit of the doubt and see where we're going with this. But this is the spirit of a person who's still alive. So what the fuck (laughs) is this, like... um, Is this not... This would seem to be more like um, some sort of uh, telekinesis or... Um, you know, super friends. <laughs> no, this isn't spiritual. This is stupid. I'm okay. <laughs> if the show is supposed to be grounded in reality, then um, you know, have you ever seen that movie Tommy? Yeah. A horror film with the catatonic kid who's killing people with his mind.
0: Okay, well, maybe not. Not that one. <laughs> oh, I saw no.
1: Patrick. The movie's name is Patrick. Tommy is the Who with the other catatonic. Yeah,
0: yeah, pin- I've seen, I've seen Tommy, but not, no, not Patrick.
1: No. Sorry, <laughs> they both look exactly alike. I swear, they've got frizzy hair. They're catatonic. They're sitting in a fucking bed. One is playing pinball. The other one can fucking kill people with his mind. Okay, okay. <laughs> might want to well. seek out Patrick.
0: Okay, that's great. Okay.
1: But this this seems right out of that film. Oh, and I'm right. Special Agent Pierce Taylor is um, the guy who played Robocop and the actor from Thinner. His name is John Robert John Burke. Okay. So you don't have to figure it out for next episode.
3: <laughs> <All> right.
0: <laughs> okay, and then. Um, okay, and that was that episode but there were a couple of deleted scenes uh mukada talks to arif and saeed about a memorial service for the people who died in the bus crash um but saeed is not in a place where he can do that he wanted to make it you know an interfaith service and have saeed speak but saeed is just not there yet (laughs) um And the other deleted scene, Omar talks Saeed out of fighting with Robson after Robson provokes him. Because, you know, the Aryans are provoking fights again. So, and that's Laws of Gravity. Excellent.
1: (laughs) Dream a Little Dream of Me. Written by Tom Fontana and Sean Whitesell. Directed by Adam Born Bernstein Theme Dreams Brass wants to know who cut his tendon. Redding and Morales form another uneasy alliance. The burned Reverend Cloutier's mysterious influence over his followers grows more intriguing, and Keller returns to Oz, only to be hit with an ID from an old for, for from an old murder charge. With an ID?
0: Yeah, someone i It seems her.
1: like an ID card. <laughs> <laughs> That's a vision in my head
0: of that. There's no, I mean, your
1: ID for murder! <laughs> <No>! <laughs> there was a witness who said, it was him. <laughs> you dropped your ID card! We got you!
0: <laughs> I have a little, a little note about Adam Bernstein, because... He he was recently on one of the uh, Breaking Bad Insider podcasts. He's directed a lot of the Breaking Bad episodes, and I thought that was cool. You know, so here's yep. someone we we knew from Oz, and he's gone on. We're moving on up, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I don't remember if it was the uh, it, whether it was Fifty One or Dead Freight, but he directed one of those. Huh. That was really, really cool.
1: <laughs> it wasn't 51. 51 was by um, the guy who did Brick. Oh, okay. Um, and is doing Looper.
0: Yeah, okay. I keep hearing about Looper.
1: It's going to be badass. <laughs> That's
0: what I hear. So, hey, your guy's in it. <laughs> yeah, this is true. Yeah. <laughs> So, back to oh, Bruce Willis? No. no not <laughs> too much. No. Uh, the other one. JGL. He's JGL. bald. <laughs> Clearly. He's That's old. right. She has a thing for bald guys. And
1: guys. <laughs> no, bald, no. Bald guys. Bing. No. Julia <laughs> Whopper right there. No.
2: Not really.
0: really. <laughs> not really. <laughs> All right. Okay, it starts with uh, Glenn visiting Alvarez and sends him back to M-City because, you know, Alvarez in M-City is always fun. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and Morales declares an end to the hostilities between Alvarez and Morales. Um, I guess, you know, since his sister died then he's been looking at life In a different way again, he's changed his perspective.
1: He's turning the cheek. Yeah,
0: more of a live and let live, Morales.
1: Not exactly what you want in a gang leader.
0: (laughs) Right. (laughs) And next, uh, Brass talks to Morales to find out who cut his tendon.
1: And he's not turning the cheek here. No. No. (laughs) Go screw you, screw (laughs)
0: Okay. <laughs> Busmalis. He's still obsessed with Miss Sally, and he hears that it's that it's going to get canceled, and so he uses the names of of dead inmates to to uh, send letters to protest the cancellation of Miss Sally's schoolyard.
1: <laughs> he must be Republican. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Hey, 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 let's not get too controversial here.
3: <laughs> why? <laughs> I
0: know we're already talking about naked, full frontal male nudity, so hey, why not?
1: Uh, we might as well throw politics now. and religion in while we're at it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we'll be getting to religion later on. Yes, we will with
0: uh, Cloutier. <laughs> Has he appeared to anybody? <laughs>
1: In my dreams, I actually I'm mm-hmm. <laughs> complete, "Yeah," and he tells me to kill. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but Busmalis, not no Busmalis, Rebdal, saw God, mm-hmm. and uh, conveniently, he got the winning lotto numbers from him. <laughs> and then he asked. Officer Brass to buy the ticket.
1: God didn't tell him the right person to give the money to.
0: Yeah, maybe McManus might have been a better choice.
1: Mm, if he wasn't banging someone at the time. Was he? Mm, I don't know. Isn't he banging someone all the time?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, we've got his ex-wife here. but uh,
3: mm-hmm.
0: Then Ja uh, Kenmin returns. So, Cyril didn't kill him. Uh, he, he makes peace with Cyril. And, of course, Ryan is suspicious, especially when uh, Ja and the new inmate Lee Chen take music lessons from Ryan's mom.
1: Yeah, this guy just showed up out of nowhere, right? The enforcer guy who's crazy. Lee Chen? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They do this a lot. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, usually we get prisoner number four, five, six, seven, nine. (laughs) (laughs) And like a little history lesson on how they got to be there. But now they're just throwing people at us wild and (laughs) woolly.
0: They need someone for this storyline.
1: Let's invent him. We need a new prisoner. (laughs) Mm -hmm. New prison alert.
0: Yeah. And, And, okay, and Shibeta, you know, he's back again too, so... And they you know, they bring people back, that's good I guess. Except <laughs> the same thing happened to him again.
1: <laughs> um, that boy just likes to be raped.
0: I'm sure he doesn't like it. <laughs> but he Schillinger feels like
1: he's... he's always in that position. He's always being raped.
0: <sighs> Schillinger obviously feels the same way you do. <laughs>
1: And so. what was that nasty-ass grease that he pulled? Ooh, I don't know.
0: I don't know. <laughs> it's like, where Where are you going to put that? <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: not lubricant. I don't know what the hell that.
0: Well, I guess in prison you would American. use whatever's nearby.
1: You have to be resourceful in
0: prison. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, but where did it come from? They were at a pool table. <laughs> I don't
0: know.
2: It was kind
1: of
0: a supply room, I guess. <laughs> Look, place large. If they were in the kitchen, it would have made sense, then, huh?
1: <laughs> yes, it would. <laughs> I was horrified by the dark gray matter that he scooped up and had in his hand. Mm-hmm. It's like uh <laughs>
0: Yeah, and and there was there's a deleted scene here. Um, Shabeta asks, talks to Beecher, and asks his advice on getting over a rape. <laughs>
1: Hmm. What after or before
0: After After I think he goes to see Sister Peter Marie um, She's not there
1: For the entire episode
0: For most of it
1: I thought it might be before That's why
0: this was deleted I guess It's Hmm.
1: I thought it might have been before Because he's still a recovering rape victim Before he gets raped again
0: true he is yeah but this was after because uh-huh. he was talking about Schillinger yeah uh-huh. so it's like uh, Schillinger did the same thing to you
1: <laughs> so. and I bit off a man's penis that's my road to recovery
0: that was his revenge yeah absolutely
1: <laughs> no that wasn't revenge that was just therapy <laughs> That's how he chose not to be a victim anymore. Yeah, yeah. By chewing through the masses. (laughs) They call him Lockjaw.
3: Yeah.
0: (laughs) And in other news, Keller returns.
3: Yay.
0: (laughs) And he goes straight to another FBI interrogation. With Robocop. Yeah. Yeah. And he's uh, put into protective custody uh, because, of course, you know, Schillinger and everybody wants to kill him like they did before. Um, And Sister Pete is nice and sends messages between um, Beecher and Keller.
1: Why would Schillinger want to kill him since he didn't kill his son or... He took the rap, but he didn't actually do it. I would think Schillinger would want to interrogate him and find out who he was covering up for, though this should be totally obvious to everybody.
0: Yeah, it's obvious now, I think.
1: But it's still not out. For some reason, Beecher is still not the accused. Anybody else find that strange?
0: Yeah, yeah. See, I was thinking (laughs) Pencomo. I wasn't even thinking of Beecher.
1: (laughs) Oh, my
3: goodness.
0: (laughs) He's got me, too. Oh, no. (laughs)
1: Wow. (laughs) No, Beecher is the one. And Sister Pete should know this, too. Mm -hmm. And what's the bug up Glenn's butt? (laughs) Are we getting to that scene where Sister Pete appeals to Glenn?
0: Oh, yeah.
1: on Peter and mm-hmm. your boy's behalf. <laughs> he's
0: my boy now, huh?
1: He's <laughs> not my boy. He's you, girl's boy. <laughs> I don't know why you like the balding, lantern-jawed guy, but <laughs> that's all I can get from this, con- this podcast. It's like, oh boy, he's back! He's back! <laughs> <laughs> and I
0: was so excited in True Blood, but he he didn't last long there either. Oh well.
1: <laughs> Dead already?
0: Yeah, he lasted five episodes. <laughs> anyway, so um, <laughs> it's
1: a transient cast.
0: Yeah, uh, Beecher is still dating his lawyer, Catherine. Something else that I put down in my notes here that's that's important. The narrator says daydreams can be deadly. But obviously, nobody remembers why.
1: <laughs> it was only what three weeks ago that we watched this. Uh, something like that. <laughs> so fresh in my mind. This yeah, isn't Breaking yeah. Bad. I have no idea what you're talking about.
0: Okay. <laughs> okay. How about Omar and Saeed?
1: Omar and Saeed. Be bad.
0: Omar is is now Saeed's problem, and so in order to. Uh, to get Omar off his back because he's like really annoying. Um, so sets up music lessons with uh, with Ryan's mom for mm-hmm. for Omar.
1: Mhm.
0: And that seems to do the trick for a little while.
1: And then he starts pissing off the entire population of Oz Right. With his yeah. I remember this. I'm still trying to figure out how this what this has to do with daydreams.
0: Uh, nothing. I think I've moved on to the next, the next. List what? Wait! Hold on.
1: You just gave you you gave us a slappings, <laughs> saying you guys don't even remember. And we're like, no. What are you talking about? Your answer was Omar and Sahid, and we're like, okay, explain. And then you talk about something that has nothing to do with daydreams. So what the fuck?
0: <laughs> I don't know. I didn't put it in my notes. <laughs> 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 I was just moving on Vindicated <laughs> Nice really try had Five seasons for <laughs> yeah. Nice try Caught in the act Miss <laughs> Ticker Hey at least I take notes What <laughs> good are they If you don't remember what they're about I guess I need to write more details Huh
1: <laughs> bad notes <laughs> better than nice, none
3: <laughs> not at all <laughs> for
2: the rest of the for the rest of this, she's going to come to us with like five pages of notes and we're going
0: to have to go through all of them yeah. well you know I put the episode descriptions in there and then I take my my notes below that and so and create a new file for me so you guys can do the same <laughs>
1: sounds like homework. Pass. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: See? See? I should have had a note-taking seminar before we started this whole thing.
0: We're almost done. We After we finish this, we only have three more episodes to go. What? Ever? Of no. Oz, yes. Really? Three? Yeah. Because Ever? There's um, the second half of season five, and then we have the first Oh, three seasons. more episodes for us. Yeah. Okay. But 12, 12 more episodes of us.
1: <laughs> See, you gave us hope. <laughs> I, I gave you hope. You're like, what? There's only three more episodes. I must have miscalculated somehow. The show is over? Excellent. Yes,
0: three more. We have episode number 12, number 13, and number 14. <laughs> number 12 being the second half of season 5, 13 being the first half of season 6, and yeah, 14 being the end. <laughs> That's three more. <laughs>
1: Yep.
2: Oh my gosh. Not quite how you
1: expected the end of the podcast to roll out, but hey. It's like, what the f*** (laughs) are you talking about? First it was daydreams, and now we've got three episodes left. Speaking of
0: daydreams. (laughs) Right? Uh, Yeah.
1: Coutier's got to be the deadly daydreams. Right? Sure. (laughs) <laughs> I mean he comes to people In a for- kind of dream state Right But right. they're awake They're not sleeping They just see him
0: Well I don't know I think Hoyt was sleeping When uh, he stuck. With a stick yeah.
1: between his legs <laughs> <laughs> I remember it clearly <laughs> it And it was touching the floor <laughs>
0: Oh my gosh
1: that is not a sleeping position. <laughs> not at all.
0: Well, okay. Well, in this one, he was sitting on the floor in his cell, and he wasn't mm-hmm. naked. Mm-hmm. He, but he was—he was even dreaming that that he was sitting on the floor, right?
3: Was he? was? I think
0: so. Um, and Cloutier came to him with orders for Hoyt to kill Timmy Kirk. Well, and then, whatever. When he woke up, then yeah, he did. He stabbed Timmy with the crucifix. Hmm. Okay. Did Chris disappear?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Reverend Cludier, did you come get Chris?
0: That may be what happened. But anyway, so do you remember that when uh, when Timmy got stabbed?
3: Timmy, <laughs>
1: why are you laughing? Because
0: you were you were spirited away by Cludier.
1: Pretty much, I was spirited away by an actor. Okay. <clears throat> He came to give me $100 for the football pool.
0: Cool. <laughs> Clearly
2: a working actor if he's... In right the over $100. Gonna, exactly. <laughs>
1: exactly. <laughs> exactly. He was just on Southland. Okay. He played... One um, of my favorite shows. Really?
0: Yeah. I love that show.
1: He was the... Um, the preacher, strangely enough, who... Um,
0: and now he's gambling.
1: <laughs> well, no, he's, he's like an ex-con preacher who um, kills a pedophile or something. Does that storyline sound familiar to you?
0: Actually, no, it doesn't.
1: <laughs> he gave me a copy of the episode. I haven't watched it yet.
0: Okay. Oh, you're a good
1: friend. Yeah. I'm too busy watching Oz For my other friend (laughs) (laughs) Gives me a break (laughs) I could have been watching Breaking Bad
0: (laughs) But you did watch it anyway (laughs) So where were we here Okay, We were done with that episode And moving on to the next one no, we weren't. Which is
1: the next to the last in the season.
0: We're saying Hoyt stabbed <laughs> Hoyt stabbed Timmy Kirk with oh, a crucifix.
3: Yeah.
0: Today. <laughs> and then uh, Cloutier set up. Like you know, he he's got some extra senses or whatever. He knows what's going on around there. So,
1: and, and he disappears. Yeah. In the stupidest thing they've done since. What? Huh?
0: How did that happen?
1: Exactly. <laughs> it's like, huh? He got up, he walked away, and he disappeared. Mm-hmm. Wow, it's Grand Central.
2: It's an actor from the wire.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And there was there was another deleted scene here at the end. Uh Redding and Ja discuss well they argue about killing Morales and uh, Burr Redding has changed his mind about killing Morales. He can work with him now.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: So and that's that episode. Cool. The last one is Next Stop Valhalla, and that's yours, Amelia.
2: Next Stop Valhalla, written by Tom Fontana and Sonel Nayar, directed by J. Miller Tobin, and the theme for this episode is Norse mythology. Penders, Hill, and Alvarez are given a chance to train seeing eye dogs. Martinez gives Brass a cocktail he definitely didn't order, <laughs> <laughs> the was <That's> le- awesome. <laughs> triangle between Beecher, McClane, and Keller becomes more complicated, and two new young inmates become pawns in a battle between blacks and Aryans.
1: Are you Ooh. writing these, Susan, or are you? No, no. Oh, I just you're taking them straight from <laughs> from HBO. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. A cocktail he didn't order.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's like, nice. well, yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: so, okay, this starts with uh, Gera. See, if
1: it had been Peter Shabetta, that would have made a more entertaining transition. Or, never mind. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Okay.
0: Um, this starts with Gara. He kills the kid who comes to kill him.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Moral of the story: No last requests. Because the kid, you know, he comes to kill him, and then he asks, he he pauses for a moment and asks him if he has a last request, and then Gara kills him. So, <laughs> <laughs> if you're gonna do it, then just do it. <laughs>
3: mm-hmm.
0: Then Alvarez confesses to Makata that he was responsible for the kid's death. Because I, I think Alvarez sent the kid.
1: Well, my comment is this. I thought Alvarez was beyond all this and not looking for uh, reprisals. And yet, the first thing he says is, yeah, you could kill that guy for me. Was it for him? Yeah. Okay. Remember, you wanted to do something for him in order to be in his gang. That was the whole point. Yeah. Okay. He saw he saw Alvarez as being the new Big Dal Moody. So his uh, take on it was, well, you can kill this guy who stabbed me, who I said I wasn't going to take out reprisals on, and yet here we're doing it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Don't trust people in prison. They lie. <laughs> They're all liars.
0: <laughs> I'll remember that. <laughs> and hey, Tim has another new program in M-City.
1: <laughs> no, Tim, Tim has, has another stops. fun quest in M-City. <laughs> oh, that's fun right. Fun
0: <laughs> there, there's an attractive woman who comes in with an idea. Okay, got it.
1: And his wife goes, boing, <laughs> block that cock. <laughs> <laughs> A no-entry zone. Oh my
0: gosh! So, this this program is uh, <laughs> training seeing eye dogs for the blind. Uh, Alvarez applies because he wants to do something good to make up for all the bad things he's done, and he gets chosen along with Hill and Penders.
1: Yep, he overcomes her immediate dislike of him due to his wrecking. Mm-hmm. Could it have something to do with me gouging out a guard's eyes with a spoon? Uh, yeah. <laughs> you don't
3: want
0: this for mm-hmm. And uh, Yeah, it was a scalpel. <laughs> uh,
1: Spoon's <laughs> more of <volatile>. a <laughs> It should have <laughs> been a spoon. That it was been been a different a show. show. It had been a spoon. In my mind, it was a spoon.
0: Yeah, that, that was a different show. <laughs>
2: Scalpel doesn't make you tough. Spoon <laughs> makes you
0: tough. Spoon
1: makes you tough. That's t- cool <laughs> used spoon. Spoon
3: Oh my god.
0: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> It'll hurt more. Yeah. Um and then Officer Brass makes his rounds in unit B and he gets the cocktail. Which is a uh, body fluid cocktail. Yeah. Mmm. Gets tossed in his face. I
1: have
2: you know, every to say I- here. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I have to say, of all of the things that we've seen on this show, that was the one thing that really made me want to not watch anymore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow. Wow. <laughs> I'm not. It was,
1: so, it, it was an alpha smearing shit all over his cell.
2: No, you know what? <laughs> even it even, was the even that, I I can get past and be like, okay, whatever. Um, and I'm not somebody who's easily offended. I was not offended by that. It was just disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> it was just the one thing that I was like, uh, I no, I have had my fill. <laughs> I've had all I can stand I can't stand no more Well it's a good thing we're almost
0: done
1: (laughs) Almost done Three more podcasts (laughs) Three more episodes
0: Three more (laughs) podcast episodes (laughs) Three more podcast episodes Let me be clear Yes
3: Uh, Yes uh,
1: uh, (sighs) uh, (sighs) Okay
0: Okay. Um and hey, we find out Miss Sally has a new show. Sally Size. Sally what? <laughs> Sally Size. Her exercise program.
1: Uh, that should be even better than the Miss Sally Puppet show.
0: Oh, the boys seem to like it. <laughs> 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 you know um, <laughs> gravity,
1: it works. yeah,
0: there you go. Um, Schillinger again denies that he raped Beecher. Oh oh Beecher, nope, Cyril nope. and Peter Shabetta and every anyone else too.
1: <laughs> he hasn't raped anyone
0: <laughs> right right.
1: Yeah, that doesn't well go over too well. Beecher has issues.
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, And then Keller Keller is still in protective custody, and he has too much time to think. He's uh, coming up with too much stuff. Um, Beecher's uh, girlfriend-slash-lawyer was asked to take Keller's case, uh, but Beecher warns her uh, that she's going to fall in love with, with Keller, too.
1: Now, she wasn't asked to take his case, if I remember this correctly. And I didn't take my notes, so watch me, folks. (laughs) Uh, She she was asked if she could find somebody to represent him and took an interest in taking the case herself due to the fact that he was her boyfriend's boyfriend. Yes. Look at that. Note free.
0: That's correct. (laughs) Because we remember every detail about Chris Keller.
1: <laughs> well, you clearly don't, Miss Note-Taker.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I do. <laughs> no, you
3: don't. <laughs> <sighs> Go ahead. <laughs> I remembered that. Note? What's the next note? <laughs> <laughs> next.
0: Next. Is um yes. Oh. Lovely. Um Howell and Keller are fooling around in protective custody. Gross. Oh yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have that written there.
1: <laughs> Gross. Oh <All> joy.
0: Yeah. You. <laughs> and then finally Catherine meets her boyfriend's boyfriend. And it's it's an interesting meeting.
1: Mm hmm. And he lies to her.
0: Oh, of course.
1: Because that's what Keller does.
0: Of course, he lies, he manipulates.
1: (sighs) Pull the strings. What a guy. Pull the strings.
0: Uh, And then we have a couple of new prisoners. Hey. Adam Gunzel and Franklin Winthrop. And Schillinger, quote unquote, saves Winthrop from another inmate. You know, that's his routine. Um, and so uh, Winthrop becomes Robson's boy toy now.
1: Mm-hmm. And these two are related, or not related, but <clears throat> Well, they committed they know, the same they both, crime. Don't they both? Well, no. Only one of them knows Beecher. But they both committed the same crime.
0: Yes. Yeah, Gunzel knows Beecher. Because I think he said uh, Beecher said that Uh, Gunzel's father was his Boy Scout troop leader. Hmm. So, how's that without notes?
1: (laughs) Does not matter. (laughs) (laughs) Pointless. (laughs) Fine. (laughs) Fine. (laughs) <laughs> so
0: basically they yeah they
1: will come up never again. <laughs> they're, they're, <laughs> it, it just
0: is. you know goes to show they're they're from the same neighborhood and whatever. Yep. Yep. So yeah. <laughs> they know each other. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Beecher asks for Saeed's help in protecting Adam, Adam Gunzel. But Saeed refuses this time. So Beecher mm-hmm. suggests that You stay in protective custody.
3: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, But there's another new prisoner, Frank Urbano, one of the uh, Italians, Italian mobsters, and so he's in with uh, Pancamo and everybody, and he agrees to help protect Gunzel from the Aryans. And then uh, we have have the uh, O'Reilly family. Ryan says he and Cyril and Suzanne, they all feel like a family.
3: Mm -hmm.
0: And Gloria encourages uh, Ryan to tell the truth to Suzanne. Because, you know, that's what families do. (laughs) No, they don't. (laughs) (laughs) She's full of (laughs) bad-eyed guys.
2: What family is she in?
1: Yeah, You know what, this is funny, because that's the same thing that Walt told Jesse, <laughs> that he'd have to confide in his girlfriend about all the murders he had done, and that's when Jesse gets the idea that it's time to break off the relationship. See, I brought it back to Breaking Bad. So that, everything is <laughs> Isn't back it
2: to fun death? how two-thirds of us are far more entertained with Breaking Bad? <laughs> than- <laughs>
1: Not, not two thirds of us. The world oh. is far more entertained by Breaking Bad. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I am very entertained with Breaking Bad. <laughs> <So. Duff>. Anyway, but <laughs> well, we're just back to Oz now. We're almost done. So.
1: Just like I, we are with the series.
0: <laughs> yeah but I keep losing my place in the notes <laughs> because we keep talking about Breaking that.
1: <laughs> all those wonderful notes those wonderful impactful notes
2: <laughs> <laughs> I hold my tongue wow. um. <laughs> I was going to say you can throw a virtual smack his way I, I feel like that would be called for right there
0: Yeah, <laughs> smack I smack you Chris Smack a <laughs> there it is. Okay.
1: I slapped myself. Okay. So you can hold your studded tongue. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, okay, we're not gonna, it's not studded. Um <laughs> Okay.
1: I guess I'm just making assumptions at this point. <laughs> yeah. You,
0: yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. No piercing there. <laughs> okay. Um. Any more or ever? No, I never had the tongue. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> um. And then somebody was break dancing. I think it was, uh, Ryan and Cyril, who knew? (laughs) And then that was really random, though, wasn't it? It was. It's like what? Okay, I guess they had some extra time. But then there's still deleted scenes. Whatever. (laughs) Uh, Ja and Lee conspire to kill the O'Reillys, or you know, at least at least Ryan, because you know, without without Ryan, then.
1: No, he wants Zero to kill trouble. but he, if it's only going to be one, make it Ryan. Mm-hmm. That's what he says. All right. <laughs> Note free.
0: Ooh, Chris's amazing mind. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I have an eye for details when it comes to who's getting whacked by who. That I can remember. All right.
0: Uh, and and you remember Redding asking control asking for control of the cafeteria again. Yep. All right, because Pancomo kind of out of the picture now.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um. And then Hill starts using drugs and again. He
1: says, oh, he did that for out and that went so well.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well. So, do you foresee any <laughs> any problems with this one?
1: anything with redding is a problem my friend he's a gang leader all the uh, gang leaders are out for blood mhm they want tits and they want blood these are the two things everybody's <laughs> going for my friend who is sitting here quietly listening to me talk is looking at me now going what
3: <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's so
1: funny thing for drugs <laughs> <laughs> This is
0: awesome. Okay. Um.
1: Yeah, people want tits too, but that's what these tits are. That's why they
0: call them that. Because, yeah, these are the kind of tits that they can have in person, right? (laughs) (laughs) Unless Officer Howell is around.
1: Unless Shirley's around. (laughs) Until she got hung by the neck until dead.
3: Yes.
0: Yes. So so Omar is really enjoying singing,
3: mm-hmm.
0: and uh, Saeed is on- annoyed by his singing, and Saeed also has a really ugly beard. McManus um, <laughs> found Omar a place to practice, so he doesn't annoy anyone, but Redding forces him to sell drugs out of that room, so it doesn't really do any good. And I think that was the end of that episode, and there are a
1: couple... Wow, of... you skipped stuff.
0: Oh. Oh! Probably. <laughs> There's some deleted scenes.
1: No, you skipped stuff that wasn't deleted. <laughs> Why did I skip that
0: wasn't deleted?
1: You skipped Brass having a conversation with um, the doctor who's now the detective on um, <laughs> Dexter. Uh-huh. Gloria? <laughs> Yeah, Gloria about um, whether or not he should confide in a significant other about the fact that his cocktail um, may have given him AIDS.
3: Or
0: HIV. Yeah.
1: Is it weird that
2: you just said the phrase Dr. Who and I got a little
0: excited? (laughs) It doesn't take
1: much. Uh, (laughs) Dr. Who. Hey. Hey. Dr. Who. Dr. Who. <laughs> Dr. Who.
3: So, yeah. Exterminate!
0: So what else? What else was left out?
1: Um, other things that were left out. <laughs> we did not cover... Um, something about Hill. But that's fine. Go to the deleted scene. Something
0: about Hill. <laughs>
1: Well, so I remember to be. I've I've forgotten by now. So well, I
0: I mentioned that he was using drugs again. hmm So was that it? We didn't talk much about the seeing eye dogs. No, there wasn't much to talk about. They're cute. They were so cute, though. Yeah. Like my bitches.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's like they are not your bitches. <laughs> Well, technically, (laughs) yeah.
0: Okay, in the deleted scenes, Morales negotiates a truce with Alvarez. And Dr. Nathan and Officer Howell discuss their philosophies about the prisoners. Uh, Gloria tries to do the best she can for her patients. Claire just tries to get through the day with those lowest of below animals and then says... That the, that Gloria and uh, Claire should go out for a drink sometime. And that's next stop Valhalla.
1: Valhalla! <laughs> yeah, they were talking about Vikings. And them not wearing those stupid hats.
0: How <laughs> many Vikings I know are like the Viking vampire Eric.
1: <laughs> wow. I was going to say they were talking about the football team. I'm talking about the framing of the episode. I know. <laughs> and you've never seen The Vikings with Kirk Douglas and Ernest Borgnine? No. Now you have homework. <laughs> you have the Vikings with Kirk Douglas and Ernest Borgnine. Okay. It's pretty awesome. I got no more. Okay. <laughs> That's guess- all the nuggets. You got all the nuggets.
3: (laughs) We're done.
0: Next time we will finish season five. What?